Welcome to Tent Talk, the podcast with Nancy McCrady, where we talk about life under the big tent of God's presence and the provoking process of discipleship. Here we go. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Tent Talk. This is Nancy McCrady. Today's episode is Here's Your Wake Up Call. If you've been under the control of an abusive spirit, whether you know it or not, it's time that you allow Holy Spirit to awaken you to its subtleties, to its charms, to its entire point, which is that it can do to you whatever it wants because you don't matter. Well, my friends, you matter to God. And Holy Spirit is awakening us to abusiveness and control. And He wants us to be sober and alert so that we can get out of those situations and so that we can move forward with Him. Take a listen today, and I do pray this will be a wake-up call to us all. Hey, everybody. Just something to think about today. If you are in situations where you're not really sure This means that oftentimes when we're not certain about things, it's possible that we're being disoriented on purpose. Throughout my life uh, and in recent situations and in recent years, some things very subtly, some things very um, overt, uh, people will try to tell you what you think and feel. And... They do it in such a way that it starts to disorient you and make you question yourself. Now, again, this isn't the same as when you are, um, you know, with a a mentor or a counselor, someone who, uh, in a healthy way, may be helping you to increase your self-awareness, um, you know, that kind of thing. Now, we're, we're talking about something that, uh, let's just call it what it is. It's a power play. It's a power grab. And when someone who is a total control freak, which means they're bordering uh, or fully into uh, abusive tendencies, whether emotionally, manipulative, um, these things are... Um, gateway uh, to uh, usually greater systems of abuse within relationships, that kind of thing. So in several situations over the past few years, um, I've become more and more aware of this. And I still have to say that I'm fairly amazed at the boldness of it. I shouldn't be. I've had way too much experience with it. Uh, I've done it. Um, I I should by now pretty much be yawning <laughs> when it starts to operate, like, oh, it's you again. But many times when you realize, wow, this this person who feels out of control is trying to regain control in the conversation in the relationship, by literally trying to disorient me into telling me what I think, what I feel, 
and you're like, no, <laughs> that's, that is not how I feel. And so I think, you know, oftentimes we, we don't realize how much we've been under the control of a controlling spirit, let's say. I mean, it's flesh, my friends, because spirits can't just light, you know, just do anything they want. Um, and so flesh, which is all the ways we try to meet our own needs and our own resources, independent of God, be they good or evil. And the charming ones are, I would say, the most dastardly. I mean, if someone just comes and knocks you upside the head, it's like, well, at least... You know, they were just upfront about it. I'm certainly not saying that's okay. But as an example, uh, rather than you just spent uh, the last 20 or so years not even pronouncing my name correctly as a way of controlling. It's one of the most subtle things I've ever seen is literally I can say your name any way I want. I can do whatever I want. You see, an abusive spirit, which is at its ultimate is a murderous spirit, basically says, I can do to you whatever I want, and there's not a damn thing you can do about it. Hmm? Now, I'm not saying I talk that way. I'm saying this is how it talks. And some, of course, are more offended that I would use a cuss word than of what the spirit is that's going on behind it. So just hang in there with me. Because if we're ever going to get free, we have got to let Holy Spirit show us what is operating within us. And then I guarantee you he's going to reveal if there is some other spirit other than himself trying to operate on you, trying to gain control over you. And uh, this type of spirit uh, in people uh, can operate just literally when people think they can just do whatever they want. And the boldness about it, listen carefully, the boldness about it is oftentimes the first thing that kind of shocks you. And you're just in a moment of shock. It's like, did they just do that? Did that just actually happen? You know, and so it throws you off. You're disoriented. And then they may laugh and make a joke and you laugh. And, but it's an amazing thing is that you walk off and even days and weeks later, that moment still has a bit of a buzz to it. And you're like, why does that stand out to me so much? It seemed like just an innocent thing. It seemed like just, you know, I'm sure they were just kidding. But yet, you know, for lack of a better way of putting it, there was a different energy on that interaction. You know it. But because of the stuff that goes on inside of us, uh, oftentimes we discount it, we explain it away, we say, no, no, I don't, no, I don't think they would do that. But you see, ultimately, a murderous spirit says, look, your life doesn't matter. I can kill you. It doesn't matter. I can do to you whatever I want. You don't matter. I matter. Now, this is a flagrant display of self. 
I matter. You only exist for my purposes. Sounds like a God, doesn't it? A wannabe God. Certainly not our God. Not our Father. And so I believe there is such a massive movement of God coming. I believe that this thing is about to be exposed majorly. Majorly. Now, I don't necessarily mean someone's going to be drugged into the middle of town and exposed. I think it's about to be exposed to you. I think you are receiving a wake-up call right now. I think you are like, wait just a minute. Wait just a minute. I think I've been played. I think I wanted the attention of somebody in authority, somebody who I thought could open doors for me, somebody that I thought really liked me because they love-bombed me, they charmed me, they brought me in close, you know, for their purposes. So I think somebody's having a massive move of God right now. Now I want you to listen to me carefully. You're not responsible for what the other person has done. Um, We have to let God, in the massive way he moves in us, we have to allow him to awaken us, if you will, to our side of the Velcro. What was going on inside of me that I would even want abusive attention? Where that felt kind of normal to me. And for those of us that grew up in abusive uh, situations with abusive people, uh, that just became the norm. And, But we still do have to take responsibility uh, for th- that which operates in us that makes uh, it easier for this kind of spirit, this kind of thing to move in on us. It's not about blame. It's about if I can take responsibility for my side of that, then I can get the hell out of that. Come on now. We need to get out of hell, the ways of hell. We need to stop believing the lies of hell, the manipulations of hell. We need to get the hell out. Now, how you do that, when you do that, there could be a lot of residue left over. Because when you've been numbed by charm and that anesthesia wears off, you're going to know you've been cut. You're going to know that you have been cut when the anesthesia of that person's charm, promises, good looks, whatever. Those are kind of shallow examples maybe, but do you understand when the anesthesia wears off, maybe your anesthesia was you've been numbed by fear, the fear of the loss of this person, the fear of the loss of status, the fear of the loss of this open door, it seems, of ministry, or whatever the case may be. 
-hmm. When the anesthesia wears off, you're like, wow, I've been cut. Somebody's been operating on me. And uh, you may feel even still under the, the drug. So you feel a little drowsy. Everything seems a little fuzzy. You don't seem to be able to move and maybe get out right away. But as you continue to awaken, you realize, uh, I'm going to need to take some action here. And Holy Spirit is the one, my friends, who awakens you. Holy Spirit is the one who begins to cause you to be aware. Maybe you've been crying out to him, Holy Spirit, I, I want new depths of freedom. He says, okay, here we go. Right, because he's probably tried to tell us, right, tell you several times. And we explained these things away. Because that that buzz that's left over when you have an interaction with someone that you know they just crossed my borders like I was the most porous sponge on the face of the earth. They just came in and out and they just thought they could walk in my house anytime they wanted. And I was just so excited that they came over that I didn't even notice that they trampled over things. And we would discount that and say, well, you know, that's just their way. And yet, it's not your way. It might not be the way that God is giving for you. And so I know this this episode may seem a little odd. It may seem like, Nancy, that, isn't that just kind of coming out of left field? No, no, it's pretty much center field, I would say. And... The reason I say that is because of how of how Holy Spirit prompted me this morning. Today. Because I'm recording this today. And it's being dropped today. And maybe you're listening to it today. Which is August 22nd, 2022. And somebody needs a wake-up call. Somebody needs to pay attention to that buzz energy on those interactions. Somebody needs to lean into Holy Spirit in a very strong way. Now listen, when you're disoriented, it's not a good time to go running. Okay? When you're disoriented and everything is fuzzy, it's not a good time usually to have a conversation. You need to lean into the only one who can set things straight within you. The only one who can tell you the truth. The only one who can cause you with great clarity and uh, proper conduct of the Spirit Mm -hmm. to be able to take the decisive action in your life. Because, my friends, it's time to wake up. There is an awakening that is coming, and it's going to happen right inside of you. I don't need a glorified church service. I need the Holy Ghost to awaken me, cause me, as I am drunk in the Holy Spirit, drinking really deep and really often to make me the most sober and alert as possible. Get into Ephesians 5 today to awaken me to the places in my life where I am stuck, where I am arrested, where I keep 
hoping somebody with authority is going to do right by me. My friends, authority, when it is of God, uh, is a very powerful and necessary thing. But if you are still stuck in arrested places, if you are still in a trauma chokehold, if you are still operating in your own flesh, your interactions with authority could be, I don't want to say the word dangerous, but I, I want to say they can continue to be debilitating, can be diminishing. Because abusive authority will never want nor allow you to get beyond them. They only know how to operate when they're the hero and you are in awe of them. Proper authority wants to represent the Father in all of its ways in conduct, private and public. Proper authority wants to bring protection as is necessary, which could mean having real conversations about real things that need to be addressed. But it's all for the furtherance of what the Father is wanting in your life. And they're glad for you when it's time to move forward, to expand, uh, to multiply. They're glad for you when you no longer need them. They're glad for you when you uh, have your own idea from the Lord and you don't need theirs. And so I sense that uh, somebody out there needs this wake-up call today. Now, as the old folks used to say, don't go off half-cocked. If you're waking up, um, again, it's usually best to lean straight into Holy Spirit and let Him begin to speak truth to you about you and about your side of this, if you will, of why and how um, you continued uh, to believe certain things, want certain things with maybe a certain person, um, maybe your own um, bitterness and anger and unrealistic, starry-eyed expectations of people in authority. Because in the kingdom of God, authority, my friends, is a whole nother ball game than in the kingdom of darkness. Because in the kingdom of darkness... Um, it's all about control, which is the perversion of real authority. So I I hope that for whoever this is for today, for your wake-up call, I hope that um, it benefits you uh, in moving forward in your life with the Father uh, and that every bit of this becomes a massive tool of discernment, not suspicion, okay, not criticism, but of discernment that brings true judgment so that you can 
honor the Lord in your life with freedom and truth and and uh, hopefully be able to um, bring many others to him. So, don't ever forget, my friends, on the smallest scale or the largest scale, an abusive spirit says, I can do to you whatever I want. You don't matter. Only I matter and what I want and what I need. And you're simply here to serve me. My friends, that is the talk of a God from hell. And if you recognize that you have been operating in an abusive spirit, then I hope that you will allow Holy Spirit to deal with you very deeply. Oh, he can, trust me. He can. He will. He is. Oh, there's a massive move of God coming, and it's beginning right now in us. He's moving in us. That could that could eventually end up, right? That could end up in great sweeps of stadiums and meetings and all that. But my friends, he wants to awaken you. He wants to bring you out of your sleep. He wants to bring you out of your anesthesia. And awaken you to himself. So here's your wake-up call. I love you all. Love to hear from you. You can email me at nancy at nancymccrady.com. And um, it's good. It's good to move with God. Oh, how he loves you. And he's going to set you free. Talk to you soon. For more information on Nancy, please visit nancymccrady.com or follow her on social media at nbmccrady.com.